right, welcome to Rock Vegas, everybody. This is Glenn Rockney. Um, first sad one of the year. First sad podcast of the year. I can't be that mad, can I? Like it's it's uh you know, they weren't going 17 and 0, folks. The Raiders were not going 17 and 0. Um, and, and it didn't feel that way, right? This is if you listen to this podcast last week against Miami, there were problems that reared their ugly head that trickled into this Monday night loss at LA against the Chargers. First division game of the year. The Raiders lose 28 to 14. Um, start with the obvious, the slow start. You, you can't start slow. Uh, against a team like the Chargers. They're good. I hate to say it. Hurts bad to say it, actually. The Chargers are good. It's a good team. Good defense. Well-coached, it seems, at least, um, through four games. Herbert's good. ESPN definitely has got to, you know, put a pad under their knees when they talk about that guy. But um, he, he's good. He made he made some big throws in that game. Um, I, I didn't think he played, like, an excellent game. I didn't think they carved up the Raiders defense that bad, but, but this offense started slow and, and they're, this is the fourth week in a row that they've done that. They have not had a fast start, um, all this year, to be honest, which, yeah, you know, you, you'd rather finish strong, but you, you know, and the Raiders haven't done that in the last couple of years under Gruden is they haven't finished strong, but you, you, you cannot goose egg it in the, in the first half. You, you can't. You got to score points in the first half. I mean, they didn't even have a first down to the fourth drive. And then Darren Waller spikes the ball. Look, I, I didn't like the call at all. This taunting rule is insane. Kind of weird. And um, just didn't feel like in 2021 when, when the league's getting more player friendly, felt kind of weird that like taunting, like, well, hey, we got to go. We got to take care of taunting. Taunting just can't happen in the league. We, we got to got to get rid of that. Um. Felt kind of weird to add that, but that is the rule, I guess. And it's up to referee interpretations. And uh, I don't understand spiking the ball on the Charger sideline when you got a first down, like four in your, like you're getting your first non three and out in four drives. I think it was. It might have been the fourth drive that that happened. So that sets you back. You have these other plays like Cleo and Furl blowing up a run play and getting a face mask, putting the Chargers in field goal range where they eventually, um, I want to say they scored on that drive, but you have all these little things happening, you know, Max Crosby jumping off sides early in the game after they'd gotten a false start on the chargers. Uh, there, there were all these little things that, that happened and, and the offensive line just shit the bed, man. I mean, there, there's no, there's no other way to put it. Terrible offensive line that trickles down into terrible quarterback play. And for you people who, who want me to trash Derek Carr, I will, he didn't play well this game. This is not a good Derek Carr game. I'll get to him a little bit later, but we have, one of the least mobile quarterbacks in the league. I think it's fair to say, if not the least <laughs> other than like maybe big Ben um, and, and cars about 10 years younger than that guy. I feel, I feel like um, this is not a quarterback that's going to bail out of the pocket early run away. We, we know this and that frustrates a lot of people, but it is what it is. It is what it is. <sighs> you know, you know, you cannot have these guys coming in clean on blitzes. They're, I mean, these guys, they're not even getting chipped on blitzes. Like you see blow, like bad blitz pickups by running backs where they just get like a little shoulder into a guy, maybe slow them down a little bit. And that's considered a bad pickup. I'm seeing guys just come straight in up the middle because our center and guards don't know what they're doing. I understand that the guards got hurt in the game, but that's been happening with even with the healthy guards. 
Um, a lot of that I do put on Andre James. A lot of that I put on the organization for putting Andre James in that position. People, I feel like nobody wants to hear about Andre James because I always talk about it and sound like a broken record. But some people are like, hey, Glenn, make sure you get some Andre James slander in there. Right on, coach. I'm in. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, just just awful. I mean, if, if the, you got the offensive line and this is what you get, you know what I mean? I'm not crying about Gabe Jackson. I understand Rodney Hudson wasn't good in the run game last year, but now we have a center who is terrible, worse in the run game, and is at times okay in pass protection at times. And then you, he doesn't, I, it's clear that he, it, the offensive line doesn't have a, like a tempo. It doesn't seem set. You'll see a guy's get false start. Now, Alex Leatherwood's been having a bad game, but I saw Alex Leatherwood commit a false start and he looked right at Andre James like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, so, I, and that's Colton Miller's done the same thing in a pre- previous game where he's looked right at the center and said like, dude, I, I don't, wh- what's going on? And the snaps always look weird. Like Carl always seems like he's not quite like, like there's almost like some like pump fake that he does on the snap. It's weird, man. It's really weird. And I mean, he's the first guy to touch the ball, Andre James. It's an important position. This was why I had guys like Creed Humphrey. Like I, it was a guy I really liked in the draft or, you know, even making a trade for like Alex Mack or, or it doesn't have to be somebody great. I, I, I'd like to give Nick Martin a shot, but I, I don't know if pride's going to get in the way of that or not with this organization because, you know, I'll talk about it a little bit more. This organization has a lot of pride in their evaluations to where if they make a change, they almost feel like, oh, man. That's me admitting I was wrong. Yes, please admit you were wrong. Get rid of it now in the first quarter of the season. Get rid of it now. Teams make mistakes. It's okay, but but you got to adjust. You got to adjust. Put Nick Martin out there. It's not going to ruin anyone's confidence. What it does ruin people's confidence is when there's constant pre-snap penalties and people are, you know, you're not picking up blitzes and you're getting your quarterback killed, you know, getting hit hard, balls falling out of the place. Quarterback sacking himself in, in, the, in the fourth quarter. You know what I mean? Shell-shocked. That shouldn't happen, but we know it does with Derek Carr. And yeah, it's 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 bad. And um, you know, the run game early with with, with Josh Jacobs, it, it was perplexing. It was maddening what I was seeing, uh, what, what Gruden was doing early as far as play calling in the run game. First down runs all the time, and th- this happened last game too. You know, like this happened. This happened last game too a little bit was just like that first down run first and 10 we're running and it's the same runs they're running out of the shotgun a lot this year it feels like but it's the same runs and everybody's ready for it everybody's ready for it on first down this is also a team that doesn't do a lot of play action i i would imagine i haven't looked up the numbers i'm sure somebody like marcus johnson might know this but they got to be in the bottom five as far as doing play action just running play action they don't do a lot of motion they don't do a lot of play action misdirection those are things you do when you have a bad offensive line is misdirection get joey bosa to chase you know chase the carrot you know what i'm saying whatever you know what i mean get him going the other way because if all we're going to do is put our rookie right tackle um one-on-one with nick or nick joey bosa no help and we're going to try to dial up a deep shot yeah that's just not that's not in the cards right now unfortunately that's just that's just not in the cards that you, you can't do that. And, and that's what happened early. Like, yeah, Koji says here, he says, James can't pick up stunts and communication is bad. And I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, where like, yeah, sometimes you, you'll see if James is just one on one 
with the rusher, whoever's rushing in the middle, he, he can, you know, it's all right in pass protection. Uh, there's times it looks okay, but if there's any kind of exotic front coming at him, because that's what the that's what Brandon Staley does is he throws a lot of exotic stuff at you. Um, their blitzes were unbelievable, but it feels like last year the, the Raiders were able to pick those up sometimes, you know, and by pick them up, I just mean slow them down a little bit. You don't even have to pick them up fully. Derek Carr will get rid of the ball, but if he sees that guy coming on coming in unblocked, he just does not have the athleticism to skate out of the pocket. And before people say, oh, well, we need a quarterback that does. It's like, how about we just pick up the blitz? You know, that's what that's a basic thing that NFL teams do. And we know when Derek Carr gets hit, sometimes that ball comes out, right? And, and yeah, it's it's just I I, I don't know. I I, I want to see I want to see more play action. Some people say that's on Carr. I, I see people in the chat saying saying that's on Carr. Um, I don't know about that. I thought I thought under Musgrave, and I'd, I'd have to I'd like to see the numbers on this. I'm not making a claim, but I thought under Musgrave they did a lot of play action. Um, in in 2016 and stuff. I, I thought I thought there was some play action in there. But uh, you know, I I just I know Gruden doesn't. Gruden is very old school. He's dropped back, throw the ball, hand the ball off. Like he, Gr- what Gruden does, I think with the run game. What I'm trying to get inside the head of John Gruden because I think it's fascinating. I would love to hear a, like a four hour. I give me four hours with John Gruden, Joe Rogan style. We're both smoking weed and uh, uh, t- interviewing each other. You know, what I mean, talking to each other. And I just want I just want to like pick his brain. I just want to be like, so you know, after he retires or something, just be like, dude, what? Like, what is this? You know what I mean? Because he's such an interesting guy. And like, at times it's like, man, it, it looks so good. Like when he's rolling, there's nothing's better than John Gruden on a, having success. But there are times where I just think he thinks it doesn't matter if I confuse the defense. It matters. I think my guys that I drafted, that I uh, scouted and evaluated, and I saw all training camp, I think my guys will beat their guys even if they know what play is coming. And that's just not true in the NFL, man. It's not, it's not an insult to your team if you don't think that. You should be trying to fool a hitter, like a pitcher in baseball, right? A pitcher knows they may have the best fastball in the game, but they still want to catch, you know, keep the hitter off balance, have that change up, that split finger fastball, a little slider. Even if that's not their best pitch, you want to just throw another look at a team. And I, I just, I'm, I like a lot of the plays Gruden has. I, I like it, but you know, it's I like I like a lot of the plays in the playbook. I just don't like the way they call because even early, these deep shots weren't there. And I saw a lot, oh, we had Waller wide open. That's fine, man. But your offensive line is not doing what it does. And they'll just I would blitz the Raiders seriously like every other down. I would blitz them. Any down where I thought they were passing, I would blitz them. Because I this offensive line can't handle it. Especially if the Raiders aren't going to work that short passing game. Matt Fallon and I talked about it. In the preview, the short passing game is your run game when you don't have a run game. And you, I want them to throw to set up the run for later. I thought that's kind of what they did against Miami a little bit, and it worked towards the end. You, and, and even against Pittsburgh, too. They were throwing to set up the run. All right? Peyton Barber was uh, um, able to get some yards against the Steelers later in the game because the Steelers were they got hit hard by that passing game. They're like, look, we can't. We got to we gotta lighten up the box a little bit. And, and then you can you can ride, you know, your offensive line and, and let them run and get, and get out in space and, and do that. It makes it a lot easier. I, I just think we're, we're playing like 1999 football again right now. That's what's a little bit scary to me. Um, just a little bit. I'm just going to get to a few more thoughts on the game and then I'm going to get to the mailbag questions. And, uh, 
um, yeah, like, man, the defense, though. Let's get to the defense because I, 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 this is where, this is where, oh, I'm sorry, not the defense yet. Let me say one more thing about Derek Carr. And let me know if this makes any sense to you guys because it, it's, this is like a kind of like a, I'm, I'm not high right now. I have not touched marijuana yet today. Uh, I will shortly after this podcast, but I'm not. Here's the thing this is going to sound like I did when I, the way I say this. The Derek Carr had a bad game yesterday. It a very bad game, I thought. Like for for him, for compared to what he's done this year, I thought he was bad. Uh, I thought he missed rugs late. A uh, couple of times he missed. I, I thought there was one he threw behind Wall over the middle that where he had him, um, and just just didn't look comfortable. Right when car, you could tell early what kind of car you're getting sometimes. Um, and lately he snapped out of it. Like this season, he actually has been like fooled me a few times where I'm like, Ooh, this is going to be bad car. Isn't it? Like, this is going to be really bad car. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, he gets hot. Did a little bit this time in the second half, but hear me out here. I feel like this was really bad car, but this really bad car is better than bad car in the past. Right. Where like, where I'm saying like every other play is a fumble, you know what I mean? Or he's getting sacked or turtle shelling and stuff. Like, I think he still was able to like, make a few plays, you know, whereas like when you'd see those games like Atlanta last year, um, even Buffalo after the game got away last year at New England last year, I think those were his three worst games of the year. If I'm, if I'm not missing uh, any, those might've been his three worst games of the year. And the, it just like, when it went bad, it just completely unraveled. And he looked like he had never played football before. Um, this not quite the case, you know? So that's encouraging to me. That's encouraging that maybe this is like the worst car we could see this year. Um, and I, and I don't think this is, I, I, I think we're going to see some adjustments from this team. I, I do. Um, somebody pointed out in the chat, I uh, said, Carr said, he's going to address, this is Koji Carr said he's going to address some things in private. Uh, and folks were looking wide-eyed in the huddle at this presser. The O-line needs fixing. Yeah. Cause the O-line is a bunch of inexperienced people. I mean, like, yeah, I get it. Like you, you don't have, I don't Jordan Simmons, is that I'm um, saying the name right? Never heard of him, honestly. Like, I, I think I have. I think he was a practice squad guy for a while, training camp guy. But, yeah, I mean, you, you lose. Okay, like, here's, here's the thing. I don't want to use those injuries as excuses because we didn't let Baltimore do it week one, right? We didn't let – no, 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 we beat Baltimore. And I agree. Injuries happen. Injuries happen. They do. Every team gets injured. Steelers lost their best pass rusher week two against us. Happens. They were losing their starting, missed their starting quarter and starting line, middle linebacker as well. Miami was missing their quarterback. We don't know how much of a downgrade that actually was, um, but they were missing some guys too. And it is what it is, man. You just have to play the game. Now, on the flip side, on defense, defense got ravaged with injuries, and we, we still don't know the extent of those yet. Uh, I was hoping to get some updates today, but it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. I mean, you, you have Mullen go down early and that happened like out of nowhere. I, I had to like, I saw that on Twitter that that happened. I didn't even see like the, he got like carted, but I never saw the cart on TV. So he, he goes down. I mean, they're saying it's a foot injury and the, uh, foot injuries always feel like that's a couple weeks. I, I don't know. I just, it's tough for me to be like, oh, foot injury. And then like, he's playing next week. We'll see. Um, our net comes in. Not great. Uh, Mike Williams cooked him on that route and Herbert missed a wide open guy. Um, I, I saw uh, NFL Twitter who absolutely shoots ropes to Justin Herbert, like all the like cool, uh, cool ringer guys, uh, you know, from the ringer and PFF and all those guys, like all the, all the cool guys on the NFL Twitter that um, 
like to get into like politics and shit instead of football and stuff. Um, those are the guys who were saying like, oh man, Joe Lombardi, man, he doesn't call the right place for Herbert. He missed a wide, missed a walk-in touchdown on Mike Williams. How, how, was, how was that the wrong play? So, uh, sorry, sidebar. But you had guys like Amik Robertson playing outside. Nate Hobbs playing outside. I'm not, I'm not saying these guys look fantastic. Um, you know, I'm sure there's some, if you pick apart the all 22, there was some stuff they missed, but man, they, you know, they, they played, they, they played okay. They, they did their best to keep this. I think we're looking at the top 15 to 20 defense that, that I wanted, right. To get back towards that respectability average rating. Don't try to fix it all overnight. Just get, just get, get rid of your weaknesses. They don't necessarily have to become strengths. Just get rid of your weaknesses on defense. And I think they have. I think they're just an average defense all around. Um, they did get pressure on 34% of uh, Herbert's drop back. That's per Marcus Johnson on his charting. 34% of, uh, of uh, pressure on, uh, on, on Herbert. That's really good. Um, that was nice to see. And I thought it ramped up later in the game, too, which was nice. Um, or I should say second half. Maybe not so much later in the game. But that, that was really nice to see. Uh, you know, there, there's if I could point one weakness on the team, it's just Denzel Perryman in coverage. Honestly, um, that's just never been his game. So it's not really a shock to us that that's not working out well, but um, we, we need Nicholas Morrow back. Um, even Javin white. I don't know if I'd necessarily put Javin white out there, but um, there would be situations where I'd like to see him there on third and long, you know, third and long where you need a guy to get out there and run and close in on gaps and zone and, and, uh, and really have that recovery speed when a tight tight end, like Jared cook gets behind you. Um, Denzel Perriman just doesn't have that. It's not his game. Oh, I will say Denzel Perriman was in the right spot on that fourth down play that kind of put the game away for the chargers. Uh, I, I will say he was in, he was in the right spot. He got his hand up there. Just things happen, man. It's NFL football. Jared cook's always been a good athletic contested catch tight end. Just that's, that's his game. But, uh, you know, the defense, there were times where I thought, especially during that slow start, I'm like, Ooh, if the defense does not play well here, like we are fucked. Absolutely fucked. Renfro makes a huge play on special teams. That was Bobby Boucher, dude. That was seriously Bobby Boucher making a play. Like that was somebody dressing up like, you know, the Colonel Sanders head or doing the water suck song to Renfro, you know, like that. And then all of a sudden he just, you know, comes in, boom, lays his ass out on special teams. Huge part. That should have turned the game around, man. Those are types of, like if our offense was humming, that's something that, that switches momentum around. But you know, it, it just, okay, let me say this. The defense is, is looking adequate and average, which that is as a huge shout out to Gus Bradley. I thought some of the blitzes he called were fantastic. Abram got home uh, on one around the edge, which was really nice. And uh, um, they got some good hits. Yannick came in clean, laid out Justin Herbert. And uh, there, there were some good, there were some good ones. And, and, and Herbert's a type of guy, mental note. After you hit Justin Herbert, he plays a little bit different. If you didn't notice that. Because he didn't get hurt that hit that first drive, but he got hit on that second drive, and that ball started sailing a little more, came out a little bit faster before he wanted to hit the quarterback, hit the quarterback, and that's 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 something I want to take into next week. Because if Justin Fields is starting for the Bears, we're talking about a guy who holds the ball for literally like 0.7 seconds longer, which is a dog year in the NFL. Um, so that's good, I, I think. And then they're on the field too much. Tier points it out in the comments perfectly. Absolutely. They're on the field too much. I, 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 you know, here's one thing. I hate the defense is tired. I hate that the, I hate 
the, the defense is tired. I hate that. I hate that um, cope that fans use. It's week four. They shouldn't be tired. But there is such a thing as being overexposed. If you give the offense too many chances, they could get your defense. But don't say they're tired. That's in front of the players. They're not tired. They're just on the field too much. You give you give offenses enough time in 2021 NFL with all the penalties that help them, with all the uh, innovation they've done in offensive schemes and how tough it is to play defense now. If you give these the, – the more time you have your defense on the field, the more they get hurt. But they're not tired. These guys aren't tired. I, I, I got to say that. Tired is like – tired is like mile high – you know, 15 play drive. And then eventually you get it back. You know, these guys are well-conditioned athletes. So, uh, yeah. So let's, let's get to the mailbag. Uh, I want to talk about some stuff. I, I, I apologize. I probably answered a couple of the questions in my little, uh, schizo rant that I just did there. I probably, uh, um, let's see. Let's see here. Pull up my mailbag. Oh, shout out to those of you retweeting the, the link on Twitter. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Um, let's see. I got some good questions today. I'm pretty excited about. So, uh, okay, here we go. With the Raiders, this is from Dank Hill at Urban R. Uh, would the Raiders benefit from having a different offensive coordinator? Seeing the progress with Bradley, I'm wondering if staffing changes on both sides would benefit the team from the in the long term. Ah, uh, yeah. Here's the thing. Um, I do think here's the thing. I all right. First off, it's not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. I don't think Gruden's gonna happen. You ever see the old clip of Charlton Heston? Uh, uh, Charlton Heston at the NRA. You got to pry this out of my cold dead hands. That's Gruden with his playbook. You are not getting that playbook out of his hands. Now, what I would like is for Gruden to have like some quality control guys that maybe he leans on a little bit. Even that feels like a stretch. But just like, like another guy there, you know, because I like what is what does Greg Olson do, man? Like, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying he doesn't do anything. But I'm kind of saying he doesn't do shit like he's kind of just there. He's kind of just like. Like, hey, I got Darren Waller uh, signed with the team. You know, I'm I'm here, and like, yeah, I think he is kind of like a scout. He'll just be like, hey, so and so look really good in these drills that you weren't at, Coach. Oh, okay, thanks, thanks for that, Greg. All right, cool. Shout out, Greg Olson, fantastic head of hair, like just like me. You know what I mean? Just, just, just great. Um, love the guy. I just don't know. I don't know what the hell he does for this team. Um, I yeah, I would love that. I would love if John Gruden kind of uh, implemented somebody like a more modern mind to the game maybe a more analytic mind to the game. I mean, a lot of the great teams are doing that right now. Um, that's why you're seeing people go for it more on fourth down and, and, and stuff like that. Because like, okay, look at this. Here's a perfect example of this. Here's where the game was lost. Here's where the game was lost. In my opinion, this is where I almost gave up on the game. Now it, it Raiders ended up getting into one score after this, but this was in the second quarter. The Raiders get the ball back with about four minutes left. They run three straight runs. Now that the, they gave the Raiders the first down on the third run, which they didn't end up getting, it, it did look short too. Like when I first saw it, I'm like, "Oh, generous spot!" Fucking Chargers challenge it. In my head, I'm like, "This is getting reversed," and sure enough, it did. But what? Like, I'm sorry. What? What I don't understand is you. You have to treat that like it's the fourth quarter when you're down two scores on the road. I understand it's a home game for the Raiders. Whatever road game, still, like. 
you're down two scores. You got to get some points there, even 14 to three there. I mean, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't have been feeling good about it at the half, but we'd have been like, okay, 14 to three, got a couple plays to get us in field goal range. Um, I'm pretty sure that, that the chargers would have been playing a little soft coverage there. You probably could have got close to field goal range, got something going, but just running those three plays, just trying to run the clock down. Like you're up two scores. Um, some people were saying like, oh, they just didn't want to give Herbert the ball back. Guess what? You can't run the ball. Newsflash. The run game wasn't working. Josh Jacobs didn't even look like he could cut properly. I don't think his ankle was even healthy. So it, it's it's just that's right there to me. That right there to me. And then you give the ball back to Justin Herbert. And we just know in our head we're like holding a three, hopefully. But we just knew in our head something was going to happen. Right. Eckler gets the touchdown. And it's 21 nothing. You could have had 14 nothing. You get the ball back in the second half. And, and I had a feeling the Raiders were going to come out and, you know, put a p- score in the second half. I was like, no, oh, this is the second half team. They're, their offense will probably look a little bit better. But that right there, man, like that, that to me just shows you don't have any confidence in your team. And it's like almost like, hey, let's pack it in. We'll, we'll, we'll just try to save everybody for next week. I don't think that's what Gruden was thinking, but that's what just what optics, the optics on TV show like is, is that you are, are playing scared, to be quite honest. Like treat that like a fourth quarter, two minute drill, short passes. You had time fourth quarter, get the ball in somebody's hand. The clock keeps ticking. You know what I'm saying? Like short passes. Renfro was having himself a very nice game. Um, I, that, that to me is what really ruined, ruined this game. I thought, because look, the Raiders got within one score in the second half. They got within one score. I mean, there you think maybe that game could have been tied. Um, we don't know. It's tough to say. It's tough to say what what ends up happening. You, you you know, one little score could change the whole game, and maybe the Chargers adjust a little harder in the second half. You don't know. But I just I just want to see that killer instinct. It's weird they have the killer instinct when they shouldn't have it. You know, sometimes like like Gruden going for it on, against Miami on your own thirty on fourth down early in the game. You're like, well, what are, what are we doing? But then like you know. You, you you're just getting conservative when you when you absolutely need points you have to treat that like you don't have that much time left in the game and they and they didn't and they didn't i thought that, i thought that's what ruined the game so yes long story short yeah i would love if john gruden would actually bring somebody in to listen to but i i just i don't think that's ever going to happen to be honest uh to me i just want him to like not draft anybody like that's what i will that is what i will settle for is like gruden just not drafting anybody you know, like having uh, having uh, guys in there who like like just letting his GM draft the team, you know, and not trying to take control over everything. So I'll settle with that. OK, this one, I, I like this question a lot. This is uh, from Walter Kashira Kashira. Um, it's A.O. Aaron has been a longtime listener. I like this guy. Um, who are the Raiders closer to being the sleepy first half? or explosive second half team. So I think, let me make sure I have his question right. So he's saying like, they've been playing two extreme kinds of football within the games. And I'm assuming we're talking about in the game, what does that mean for the whole season? Are they the sleepy first half team that overperforms in the second? Or are they the explosive team that just hasn't gotten it figured out early in games? You know, and maybe that's coming. Now I'm gonna say it's it's I think they're more still more the explosive team. I, I do think this is gonna end up being a top ten offense. Um, the offensive line is scary. I'm not counting on Incognito playing this year. I just am not. 
if he decides to play or not decides if he's healthy enough to play, that's just an added bonus. We got to do something about this offensive line. Sign guys off the street. I don't care. Do something. Bring in some bodies. It's you, you cannot let this. I mean, this could end up getting your starting quarterback hurt. Yeah, I agree. In the comments, go up tempo. Car does car does well with with no huddle. Um, yeah, a thousand percent. I I did the tempo, they're real sluggish in the first half, if you notice. Then they kind of get that sense of urgency. And I feel like I feel like the two things and that ties into this question. I feel like they go hand in hand. I feel like the tempo and the performance of this team is a lot better. Um, I think when you get that tempo going, you know, you look at the way like I was watching the Arizona Cardinals play, and I'm not a huge fan of Cliff Kingsbury's offense. Um, I I just think they have really good players right now. Um, and they've had an insane offseason acquisition wise, but like that, man, that they're humming, man. They're up there running, 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 gassing the defense, man. Like, just I love the way they play. I, I, uh, I, I love the way that the, the tempo that they play with. And it's like, why can't the Raiders come out like that? Because they obviously adjust to that later in the game. And, and I, it doesn't feel like something you couldn't do all game, um, especially with the speed the Raiders have in rugs now, you know. And, uh, yeah, I think I still think they're that more explosive team. And if we're just talking about the offense, now I think the defense, there's they could regress, but I, th- I think they have the right scheme, which I do like. I do like that they have the right scheme. Um, there's a few guys that cannot get injured, like you know, I, I really don't want to see you know defensive tackles get hurt on this team, um, especially with Darius Phylon having a really nice game last game. Like I want to keep those that defensive tackle rotation fresh. Carl Nassib's playing really well. Uh, really, really, um, like that, um, gotta have Casey Hayward all year. Like Casey Hayward's going to make that secondary go. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, 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 I do think that this team is, 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 it can be that explosive team. I, I still think this is a good team. Like if this is the worst loss of the year, that, that could be good. Right. Let's just treat it like this. This is, this should be the worst loss of the year. That's, that's all I'm going to leave it at right now. I don't think Kansas City has a defense to just whip the Raiders' ass like that. They might beat the Raiders. I don't think they can. I don't think they can. I don't think Kansas City can blow anybody out, to be honest. Hot take there. And I don't think some of the other teams on their schedule have that firepower. I mean, like Dallas is kind of scary, to be honest, but like that's Thanksgiving and that's an out of conference game. So um, we'll see about that. But. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, I think to Walter's question, I think I think that's I, I still think this team. It's more likely that this team can start a little faster than they would, than they would, uh, you know, become just that sluggish team all game. So that's good. Uh, Sturgis, I kind of answered your question earlier. Uh, it says, "Is Gruden dumb or stubborn when it comes to the run game?" Um, I, stubborn. Stubborn is the right word. Gruden is not a dumb coach. I don't believe he's dumb. Um, I don't know if he absolutely uh, evaluates talent the best, but the, you know what John Gruden's like in the run game? You could tell all week. He said, I bet you we could run all down San Diego's throat or uh, LA's throat. I bet you we could, we could just pound the ball on them. We just can't, we can do it. I don't want to get in these crazy pass rush situations. I'm trying to get to third and two, third and three um, to where I can get a quick pass for a first down. I bet you that's what he was thinking. So now that run game didn't work, right? Jacobs doesn't look quite the same. The offensive line's not getting any push. And like, you know, when like there's two, 
two types of reactions when when us men when we when something's not working right and i i've i've been both of these people before um sometimes within a matter of seconds so like you ever like try to get some electronics going and you could either one just beat the shit out of it when it's not working just start like hitting whatever device like what the fuck fuck this thing fuck hit the tv fuck this thing sucks man and then like that doesn't change anything right it just shows that you're angry at it or you could like go to the back. Is everything hooked up? Is everything looking right? What if I hook it up this way? Right? What if I switch these two cables around? What if I do this? And, I, and I'm not seeing that out of Gruden with the run game. You know? Like, what about Kenyon Drake? Just outside toss. You know what I mean? He's fast. He doesn't have the vision that, that uh, other running backs have. We, we've seen that when he runs between the tackles. But outside, I feel like you just tossing the ball and, hey, beat the guy outside. Hey. Maybe a misdirection, you know, misdirection, fake pitch to the outside. It's stuff like that. Get creative. If you're going to run the ball, be creative. And uh, yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, I, I, stubborn is the is the answer to that question. Um, yeah, Jim asked me a million questions on this one. So uh, let's see. This is all the questions. I'm going to try to get to all these. So Jim at Forever Slump goes, how did Andre James convince Cable he was a center? How do we pass on elite talent? Why is Casey Hayward so good? Will Arnett develop? Is Waller being keyed in on or is Carr not focusing on him anymore? Will Khalil Mack kill Derek? Why is a tree good? Why are boobs good? Not Joe Dirt. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so Andre James, how did he convince Cable he was a center? Um, Tom Cable loves a project. You know what I mean? If Tom Cable was dating women, he'd date a crazy chick that smashes your windshield that he's physically attracted to, and he's like, I can fix her. I can make her not insane. That's what Tom Cable does with offensive linemen. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. This is a huge miss, in my opinion. Um, let's go to the next one. Uh, how do we pass on elite talent uh, very easily by picking someone not as elite instead? Um, you're seeing that with Brian Burns right now, uh, with, uh, with Carolina, uh, and we have Cleland Furl who even on good plays that he makes still gets a 15 yard penalty. Um, and you're seeing that with Arnett, uh, but well, he asked a question about Arnett. Why is Casey Hayward so good? Oh, I like this question. Um, he's in this Gus Bradley scheme. Uh, I think, I think he's had some injury problems in his, uh, in his career, but I think he's a good leader. I think he's a good teacher. It sounds like, and, um, He's, he's very physical, um, but also, you know, he makes plays on the ball. He's not just a guy that presses you and hopes you fall down. Like, you know, he's he's very physical, uh, great ball skills. I mean, the whole team has had, I will say this, the Raiders as a team have great ball skills that I haven't seen in a long time, especially on deep stuff. They, they have not given up big plays in the passing game really that much. I mean, I'm used to seeing like Jerry Judy last year, get that catch that deep cross and just walk into the end zone like 90 something yards. You know, like th those plays have not been happening yet. Knock on wood if you're, you know, but they they have not been given that up. And that's what this scheme does. Um, I think Casey Hayward just fits the scheme like a glove. Uh, I think he's on a one-year deal, so he's trying to prove it. He's had bigger deals in the past. Um, and I think maybe just being on this one-year deal signed very late in the free agency, I think he's trying to step up. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it's been, been easily the best free agent acquisition this team's made. Uh, and it's nice to see that. Will Arnett develop? No, I don't think so. I think he's, he's going to be your third corner at best. And by third corner, I don't mean slot. I mean back up to the boundary corners. I, I just don't see it. Uh, never did. Just, yeah, no. 
fourth overall and 19th overall in back-to-back years really come into play sometimes when injuries happen where you're like, damn, had we even just got average players at that pick, how, how much better this team would be. Um, is Waller being keyed in on or is Carr not focusing on him anymore? Um, he's being keyed in on. I mean, why wouldn't you key in on the 6'6 gazelle physical at the you know catch point guy can get open uh, against single coverage? Um, I think he is, and he's being bracketed. Um, again, the tape don't lie. Guys will probably do better breakdowns on that than I ever could. But um, I think he's still producing, though. I mean, hey, still made some nice plays. Um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Um, they're going to need to have a few more uh, deep shots to rugs to alleviate pressure on Waller. And the Chargers have guys like Derwin James that, I mean, not every team has that. I'll say that much. They don't, they, not every team has those super hybrid, like insane athlete. Like Derwin James is the athlete Darren Waller is, and he can run with him step for step. So uh, I think you're going to start seeing like against, uh, you know, even Chicago next week, it's going to be tough for them to, to bracket Waller. It's going to be very tough. So, Will Khalil kill Derek? No, he will not. I believe Derek Carr will be living. Uh, I believe he will. Uh, yeah, I think Derek Carr is gonna gonna actually survive the game. Um, hot take there. Um, maybe go to your betting markets, place a bet that Derek Carr will not die next game. Um, yeah, no, that's that's it. Uh, see uh, in the chat. See if I missed anything here. Um, Yo, good question here. Do you think this is from? Uh, I, w- I want to say you're you got a different now. I think this is Will from from Twitter, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Combio Yacker in in the chat. Uh, you think Gunther had the pick with Cleveland, similar to how Cable clearly had the pick with Colton? Yeah, yeah. I think what happens is like like Gunther. I think I think what happened was is Gruden knows Gunther's scheme. Gruden said probably showed some feral tape and, and they're, they're a, a sucker for college success. If you win a national championship, one player off a national championship team guaranteed will be a Raider. Now, is that the worst strategy? No, but it just seems like we don't pick the best from those teams. Got Renfro from that team as well. And Tanner Muse. But, uh, you know, I do think that Gunther, I don't know. Did he make the pick? I, yeah, I can't say that, but he definitely, uh, Heavily influenced the pick. He's like, this is my guy. He can stop the run. That's what you drafted fourth overall. He, he, you will not run on this team. What about the pass rush, Paul? What it pass, pass rush hit him like the Allen Iverson pass rush, not stopping the run pass rush doing that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I cable probably, I mean, they clearly went off of, uh, cables threshold for, uh, um, arm length with Leatherwood because that's what they did with Colton Miller. So they definitely, it's, it's almost going to be pretty easy to, if the Raiders are, you know, they're drafting a tackle, you kind of know which ones they're going after. But, uh, all right. Next one up, uh, tier. Can this, can this team make the playoffs with this O line? Oh, with this O line. What are we talking about? This O line. Are we talking about Jordan Simmons playing guard? Or are we talking about having a Luminor healthy? Um and John Simpson. If you have a Luminor, John Simpson, assuming Leatherwood isn't this much of a train wreck for the entire year, which we don't we don't know. Uh, you know, we don't know. And Miller stays healthy all year. Yeah, they could they could sneak in for sure. 
They could. They could sneak in. They just have to they have to beat these teams that they're better than. With no improvement, I'm I'm guessing you're talking about Leatherwood. Yeah. Uh it'll be tough, but I, I still think they can. I still think they can. They're gonna be playing some teams, you know, like like they have to beat Chicago this week. You, they're clearly better than Chicago. Chicago's a mess. They have to beat them. And then, you know, you have Denver the week. I don't want to look too far into that, but you got Denver the week after that. I believe that they're a better team than Denver. Denver has probably a, a better defense than the Raiders do, uh, than the Raiders do, but <laughs> put Fauci in it, right tackle. God, no. Uh, the uh, I believe the Raiders have a better message retracted. Ask the question. But uh yeah, no, nonetheless. Yeah, I think uh I think that uh I think that they they sh- they should be able to make the play. If you start out three and oh, you should make the playoffs, man. I I do I do hope Marcus Mariota gets healthy quick though, because I don't want to see Carr taking hits like this. I just don't, man. I, I don't. It's a recipe for disaster. Um it's clearly the clearly the concern of the team. I thought it was gonna be defensive line, then offensive line. I thought we were weak in the trenches. Which uh, at times they are, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's it for me, guys. Uh, I hope everybody has a has a nice evening. Um, maybe uh, might hop on here later in the week, and uh, if we uh, if we can, I might have some plans this weekend. If I do go through with my plans, I will not have a stream for you until probably Monday, um, if that's the case. But uh, we'll see. I'll uh, let you guys know. But uh, yeah, it's that for me. Uh, tough loss. Shake it off. Burn the film. Uh, burn the film. Playing a team that is not as good as the Chargers next week, so we need to we need to win it as such. Um, I'm Glenn Rockney. Follow me on Twitter at Glenn Rockney. Subscribe to this YouTube channel. Um, this is basically just a sports channel now. Uh, my other podcast, Rare Candies, on Rumble now, um, where the bad boys go. So, uh, anyways, um, yeah, that's it for me, guys. Everybody have a safe night.